0: Morning, Super Kicking with Steven Fans. Your favorite host, right here, Steven A1181. We got the great one over there, and uh, we're ready to talk up all the news and notes. Plenty of uh, name changes to talk about. We got people leaving, we got people staying. It's just a crazy time. We got Royal Rumble a week from today, one of my favorite events. Uh, just always surprises, and like we said, I think I feel like this year's Royal Rumble. Uh, men's side is probably wide open and uh probably the women's side as well so uh, but Greg first let's get to some you know little sports talk uh, because I looked at this schedule for the NBA and we are playing each other tonight it is ah. in Phoenix. So, uh I don't know if you saw my Pacers got two good wins uh, this week back to back of the Lakers and the Warriors uh, so that's good to see we were shorthanded I think we had seven people listed out on uh, went on against the Warriors, so yeah, that's always that a good thing, and most of them were starters. <laughs> so, um, nice. so Mo- is out for a little bit of time. Unfortunately, Miles Turner's out. Yeah, it's a but you know, and it could get into that whole do we take for the higher draft pick. But then you get into, what if that draft pick doesn't pan out? So I don't know. Like, I'm all about, I just want to win now. Like, I don't, <laughs> you know, right. we've seen it with the Sixers. Like, the Sixers kind of did it. But what if the Sixers won? I mean, I they've made it to conference finals, I think, once maybe. I Yes, they have Joel Embiid, who's, you know, generational player. But look at the Ben Simmons situation. This, you know, that still has And then, you know, you've had to sign a lot of free agents too. So, um, but yeah, anyway, so my Pacers get a couple good wins. How have your sons look this week, Greg? I, I haven't got to see what they've been doing this week, how they look this week.
1: Uh, the sons are killing it, man. Even yeah. with uh, with uh, Aiden being uh, on the shelf a little bit, uh, they're still running through people and okay. still have the number one record in the league. Uh, top six in offense and defense. So they're doing it okay. on both ends. So they're still killing it. I mean, they've, they've put some space between themselves and the warriors who've gone on kind of a, a slump lately mm-hmm. and um, put some space between themselves and the warriors. As far as I think they have probably have like a three game yeah. lead as far as the best yeah, uh, overall record in the whole yeah. league. So um yeah, bad time to run into the Suns, because they are clicking on all cylinders right now, sure. even when uh, good guys are end up on the uh on the bench or on a shelf for whatever reason. So
0: exactly. Yeah, and I know the now the Warriors did pick up a good win last night. I think they hit a Steph Curry hit his eighth career buzzer beater, so they picked up a win last night, but um yeah, so we'll see. Uh, I don't know what the line is. I would assume my Pacers are probably double figure underdogs which when it's front, double digit underdogs so uh but we'll tune into that uh early night for me greg nine o'clock tip off <laughs> the warriors oh, wow. game was 10 o'clock <laughs> well you know because west coast but it, like warriors game was 10 the lakers game was 10 30 i will say i went 0 for 2 on staying up for either of those games even with you know dynamite running to about 10 i was done after that so uh, and then Thursday night, I was like, yeah, I'll just check in after <laughs> after about one or two if I wake up in the morning and see what the score is. But um, good win for my Pacers. And, uh, yeah, like I said, the whole tanking, you know, draft pick, uh, I don't know. Like, I get it. We probably need to do it. But I know fans won't stick around for it. So that's what the thing – that's, you know, that's tough. So. But yeah. speaking of – Fans want to stick around for something. Let's talk it up, Greg. Here's our let me bring up our little notes here. Let's just get right into it. The old news of the week is Walter is now known as Gunther. Do you want to go first or would you like me to go first?
1: You go first. I, I got a rat waiting, so Yeah. Let's and- let it, you, you can lead.
0: And I kind of – I'll probably talk (laughs) out of both sides of my mouth, Greg, because I feel like I try to get – I probably give too much benefit of the doubt. The way I see it, he was on NXT UK. I think they just think NXT UK. They don't even really think about it. So, like, we'll just let him be Walter there because he's been there in Europe. And now he's in America. So, WWE wants to get a name that they could trademark. And now, with the whole Nazi thing, like they said, you know, at first – they're going to call him Gunther Stark, which is a Nazi germ jur- or, you know, Nazi officer back in the day. I'm like, OK, like you should have done some research on that. But it does look like he'll just go as as Gunther, you know, as you know, and you could still chant that, you know, when he comes out. And he even, you know, said winner is Gunther. Um, as long as they do not mess with the formula of what Walter truly is. And it didn't seem like they did that yet. And I did use the word yet, Greg, because we know if he gets to the main roster, that could happen. If he goes to the main roster, he could just stay down there. And if he stays down there, I feel like he's going to be the same person. He's just going to use the name Gunther. So, like I said, am I – I'm not as upset about it, which is probably, you know, I'm sure uh, to fans' ears, not great. But whatever, you know it's a name like as long as he is who he is like the, you know, like they, like the old, they are who we thought they are. That's all I really care <laughs> about. You know, I mean, if you could get the name over as yourself, then that's, that's, you know, that's kind of part of it. Unfortunately. I mean, you think Fandango, wanted the name Fandango, Greg, I mean, there's been <laughs> plenty of names that, you know, we thought, I mean, you st- I still think back to Bro Clay, and coming out as this source, he got it over. It was a short time, but he's still good. So I feel like Walter will still play up what he is. You know, hopefully Triple H can come back to his baby soon. <laughs> if he wants to come back to his baby. Um, but that's kind of where I'm at. I'm, I'm a little different to it. I just, I want to make sure that he is who he is. So, uh, rant away, though.
1: All right. I am not indifferent. I hate it hate it, hate it. It goes back to if it ain't broke, don't fix it. And I don't know why they feel the need to change this, especially Walter. Walter has been the face of NXT UK. And I get them changing NXT US to 2.0 and feeling like they need to tweak it and whatever. But it seems like nxt uk is its own entity unto itself under the wwe uh, system nobody's messed with it nobody's gone into the uk um uh, brand and messed with things and that's great that's what i want because nxt uk is still the closest thing to black and gold you're gonna find uh, and now with walter coming to america to steal a phrase, um this is what I did not want to happen. I've said this before that uh, I do not want Walter on the main roster. And this is exactly why I don't want Walter on the main roster. Because as soon as he makes his way over and Vincent Man looks at him and starts messing with things that aren't broken, that's where we're gonna have a problem. Yeah. And it's already started. I mean when we, Whenever we hear the name Walter, this is the face that comes to mind. I mean, he is synonymous with the name Walter. And now, he comes over and his first week out of the box as a, you know, U.S. resident, they've already gone and changed his name. I mean, why? I mean, if you're going to give him a better, or give him a new name, give him a better name. Like, is Gunther better than Walter? Walter? And it's... So you're already messing with that. I mean, I, I had a, a, a vision before this happened on uh, on Tuesday of the surprise entrance in the Royal Rumble because they've, they still haven't announced the whole field yet, Yeah. and they're having, you know, the parade of wrestlers to the ring and somewhere around number 20 or whatever, Walter's entrance kicks in. The whole roof would have blown off the place. You know, you, you do the the white light, the silhouette, play the music, because everybody knows who he is, even though, um, you know, people who are following the main roster uh, probably don't follow the NXT brand very much. We still know who yeah. Walter is, mm-hmm. and that pop would have been huge, and everybody chanting Walter as he comes to the ring would have been epic. And as that presence coming down would have been amazing. And now you've already gone to ruin that potential moment. I'm not saying Walter or now Gunther is going to be hard to say because we always know him as Walter. It's going to be a different vibe, even if he is in it. Mm -hmm. Um, So I don't like it at all. The new name sucks. Can he get it over? Maybe. Um, They need to leave the Stark angle out of it. I heard he was maybe associated with Zoe Stark. Mm -hmm. But, you know, looking at those two. That doesn't fit in any way. Mm -hmm. You know, maybe brand brand them as a cousin or whatever. But, um, you know, I hope they stay away from that because, you know, you got one person with no personality and then standing next to Walter, who is as stoic as you can get so you're you're getting nothing there
0: do you think the fans will rally and just start chanting walter no matter what though
1: that's what i'm hoping
0: like at the royal rumble i I could see the royal rumble if he shows up you're gonna have fans trying to get the walter chant now if wwe plays with production (laughs) they might have Gunther ready so you know that might play a part in that but you do wonder now. I think the NXT crowd, Greg. I think for the you know, well, I guess other than that little incident stuff with um, MSK and trying to sabotage them, <laughs> it seems like you know NXT kind of goes with the flow. You know, you wonder if maybe they'll chant Gun Gunth or Gunther. And uh, but yeah, i am curious to see because, like you said, I mean, I feel like he's a pretty good shot for the Royal Rumble. Um, You know, he was in the Survivor Series there and whenever they had the NXT brand, um, because him and Seth had a a Raw match, I believe, right before that happened. So um, I'll be curious to see what fans will do with the name. And like we said, if he could just, you know, still be who he is and don't have any, you know, changes, you know, cosmetically, I think things will roll. But, you know, it's still going to be a little bit to overcome.
1: But you're going from a, a Walter chant, which sounds awesome in a in a full arena, to a gun- it, Gunther. you, you can even Gunther. We gotta Gunther. figure, out, we gotta figure right. out which way it is. <laughs> right. And that's that's another problem. I mean, you don't yeah. want to create that that problem with just a chant. I mean, mm-hmm. you can emphasize the gun part of Gunther, I guess. Mm-hmm. And so it's Gunther and but still yeah. is not a cool sounding name walter in in it made sense it's it's in our system so it comes out natural um i'm optim i can't say optimistic but i hope that like you said they leave everything else the same leave the entrance the same leave the music the same leave his attire the same and let him still be walter with a with the gunther name so if they do that he'll be fine if they don't, and that's the part I'm worried about the most, he's going to be chasing the 24-7 championship in about six months.
0: And and I guess I do think when he's done with WWE, he can go back to Walter. Like, you know, he won't. In a way, if this Gunther thing doesn't work out, Greg, at least he has Walter. To, you know, like Keith Lee. Right. I feel like he's kind of fighting a battle. Like, we know who Keith Lee is, but, he, you know, he... He's going to have that little stink of <laughs> bear cat, you know, not necessarily attached to him. But, you know, I think that's why Keith Lee hasn't really gone anywhere yet. I think he wants everything kind of refreshed. Like, you know, <laughs> at least Walter will have Walter to fall back on. Yeah, You know, like what if he was Walter this whole run, Greg, and then, you know, got a bad stink of it. Does that, you know, ruin him? Or not ruin him necessarily, but have to – He'd have to, you know, kind of recreate himself from there. So, yeah, like I said, I'm talking out both sides of my mouth because why not? I mean, that's what we're paid. We're we're not paid to do. We show up to do. (laughs) That's what
1: we do, right?
0: That's what we do. So, how about this though? We got a couple um, news and notes about people staying. Sammy Zayn Greg has agreed to a contract. Not surprising, I don't think. I think once we saw Kevin Owens stick around. For whatever reason, Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn are just tied at the hip. So that means, Greg, we need our Kevin Owens-Sami Zayn tag team championship run down the road because I think that would be a hell of a lot of fun. And then Ali, unfortunately, Mustafa Mustafa Ali, um, the release has not been granted, obviously, and I don't know if it's going to be. So he might just be sitting at home collecting paycheck, you know, maybe setting up for what's next but it's a it might be a multi-year deal i'm hearing and i mean would any of us want to be stuck at home writing out any job so i feel a little bit bad for him i thought they would just kind of move on and give it to him because you know if you're not going to use him you have all this other guys around that you're not using so you know unless they're going to somehow come, like maybe him and vince are going to have to have a just a sit down meeting and have some mediator, you know, some third party there to kind of help ease the tension. But, um, yeah, I, I, I feel bad for him. Cause he hasn't been on TV since November, I believe it was. And it doesn't sound like he'll be on TV anytime soon. So, I mean, I guess you'll get to stay home with the family and hang out, but you know, they're wrestlers, Greg, like it, That can only, (laughs) that can only, I mean, and I know he's, (laughs) he's a big, like he, like from his, you know, social media, obviously he has deep love for the family, you know, but I think at the same time he wants to work. So it's a, it's a really weird, it's going to be a weird time for him and I feel bad for him in that regard. So uh, you could kind of tackle these two, um, you know, topics there. And then I got one more piece of new, new news that I just saw come today. So have at Yeah,
1: uh, Sammy Zane. Uh, I'm not surprised by this. Like you said, S- Kevin Owens signed up. That Sammy be sure to follow. Uh, Sammy's doing some really fun stuff right now. I mean, if I could be a superstar, um, he'd be probably third or fourth on my list as far as you know guys that I could be for maybe a week mm-hmm. and just do their story um sammy is doing some fun entertaining stuff lately um the johnny not stuff is ridiculous but it's funny um the whole piece of business that he did with brock lesnar was epic Mm -hmm. everything they did in ring together was amazing um the whole conspiracy thing that's been going on for over a year (laughs) um been loving it so he he gets He's getting good stuff. It's secondary, you know, off the main quest uh, type of stuff, but it's still, you know, great stuff. And he makes it work. It's not, you know, it doesn't get the most concentration, the most, uh, you know, production behind it, but he makes it work. And you can tell he has having fun with it. He he loves what he's doing. and And it shows when you see a segment. So. Yep. um i'm happy for sammy and you know he's in a a niche that's comfortable him kind of like our troupe um so i love seeing it love seeing the sammy dance i hate they changed his music um but you know sammy's making it work you know he's he's cult- he's cultivated a dance to go with his new music and um i'm all about the sammy dance you know that so you know good for sammy uh, as far as Ali, I mean, selfishly, uh, I wouldn't mind being paid to stay home and uh, do nothing. But at the same time, you know, if I was a pro football player and I was sitting at home, you know, getting the paycheck, I would not be happy. I would be wanting to get out there and play yeah. with, my, yeah. with my teammates, with my mm-hmm. partners. And so I get that uh it's it's nice to you know be able to draw your money without taking those all those bumps and everything but at the same time you know you miss being out there with you know your coworkers you know you miss taking those bumps after a while and you know the energy of the crowd and as a performer i could definitely feel that um could i've done everything from theater to singing in a rock band so uh, that energy you get from the crowd, there's no match to that. So I, I get it. Um, as brutal as, of a sport that he's in, and yes, it is a sport, um, It's. I'm sure it'd be nice for a little while to be able to stay home and, and still get your salary, but after a while, you're going to be chomping at the bit, to get back out there and be in the mix and get that energy and get that vibe with the fans and when it's taken away from you, it must be one of the worst things ever. So uh, I feel for Lee, you know, and there's not much recourse for him. If they've said, you, you know, we're not giving you a release. I mean, you can act out against the system or, you know, do the Jeff Hardy thing and just exit in the middle of a match and, you know, get cut. But, you know, are they going to sue you after that? So,
0: um
1: you know they have it for jeff but that was kind of a weird thing so yeah i, I was just he saying he doesn't seem
0: like the type would do that you know he's uh you just you know like you said and he has a bigger message that's what was his whole thing like you know he wants to prove you know beyond wrestling what he is so it just kind of stinks to see that but um and then one other note real quick so leo rush greg on February fourteenth, two thousand twenty-two, my contract with will expire with AEW, and I will become a free agent. So, kind of maybe a little hmm. surprising there because we had the whole, you know, we haven't seen him with Dante Martin, so that probably explains why. um I think he's gonna just do independent stuff. I maybe Impact Wrestling if he wants a kind of a, you know, a a steady contract, Greg. But I feel like him might just be the type he's kind of doing the rap thing as well i know he talks about you know dropping albums and all this so i mean is there any chance wwe sniffs back at him or do you think he wants to go down that road again
1: no i don't think so um mm-hmm. you know he hasn't set the world on fire since he left wwe um I, he's done some you know fun stuff that his little run with dante was cool um I watched the uh, GCW show that uh, was the, the main event was uh, Moxley against Nick Gage. And he was on that card. Um, okay. And he looked like he was having a lot of fun, um, you know, in the mix there. Uh, they had a big kind of like a uh, s- six man, seven man, like uh, X division type match. Yeah. Uh, with weapons and things like that but uh it looked like they were having a good time and so i could see him doing something like that and just enjoying being an indie and you know booking himself wherever he wants to do to go and not confining himself to one uh company for a while so uh, you know his name's still out there people know who he is and you know they still pop for him when he comes out so uh if i was him i would take some time just to do your own thing before getting back into the like real corporate structure of a major company so um, and
0: gcw they're becoming that little uh you know almost like ecw of the early 90s or late 90s 2000 it feels like you know they're getting a buzz and i've even thought about buying i think they got a pay-per-view or you know tomorrow night uh, that I've been thinking about pulling the trigger on just to watch something different. So, like you said, I mean, they're becoming that little that little buzz alternative. Now, they feel like the alternative. You know, AEW's kind of fallen into a little bit. You know, the second company behind WWE are, you know, all that same tier. Now that GCW, because they just really, they're pulling anybody. I mean, Jeff Jarrett's going to be showing up tomorrow night against Effie. And we saw Jeff Jarrett last night. so. It's going to be interesting to see what that GCW could do over this next year, Greg, because I feel like this could be a really good year for them. You know, just pulling out. They're going to be at the Hammerstein, which is yep. the old ECW arena. And that, could, mm-hmm. you know, really makes you think of the one night stand pay-per-view and all the ECW stuff there. So that'd be uh, that'd be kind of a fun thing to tune into, I think, tomorrow night. So, um, yeah,
1: they are becoming like the new ECW Um And I took a flyer on that one pay-per-view just because of the main event after what we saw from Nick Gage and, you know, the match against Jericho and so like him and Moxley going at it in that same fashion. Okay, so uh, I expected it to be like glorified backyard wrestling, but it was better than that. They and they had some stars turn up for that, Um, you know, about the Matt Cardona. that card I watched with Moxley engage. Gage, uh, Thunder Rosa showed up. Um, there were a bunch of uh, names, you know, on that card uh, that night. Plus, um, the last tag team that I really haven't seen that had the biggest name. Um, I don't know if you're familiar with the Briscoe Brothers. Yep. Um, they showed up on that card, too, as... Um, new contenders to the tag team champs and the tag team champs, their storyline was we've beaten everybody, blah, blah, blah. There's nobody left, blah, blah, blah. And then the Briscoes come out and they have a little fun segment there. So people that we know from other companies are coming to GCW because they're, they're getting that same vibe. They're like, okay. This is a happening place to be. And it's not just and, backyard wrestling with a camera. Yeah. Um, it's It's actually pretty good yeah I was surprised you
0: the Briscoes have a open challenge tomorrow night and I wonder if FTR was going to answer that that was part of my wanted to maybe tune in as well so I'm pretty sure that's one of the matches and I I think Matt Cardona is going against somebody so um yeah I might check it out you know give like you said take a flyer on it and kind of see what they're doing down there and just kind of keep it in the background of things to watch so Um, Let's take a quick commercial break. I think I timed them out so we can actually don't have to do all three at once. (laughs) I think I finally (laughs) got it working today. Uh, But we'll get some elite performance talk real quick. Then we'll get into WWE, all the week week happenings there. Into Raw from Monday night. So, Greg, we kind of started the night with Dewdrop and Raw Women's Champion Becky Lynch defeating Liv Morgan and Bianca Belair. We have the, you know, Dewdrop and Becky going for the Royal Rumble. I thought, Greg, maybe Liv and Bianca might get the win here and maybe find themselves in the match for Royal Rumble, but I'm kind of glad we're sticking to Becky and Dewdrop to really give Dewdrop that chance to kind of show what she can do in a one on one you know, championship match. And, you know, I feel like that might open the night of Royal Rumble or kind of be in the middle of the night, but hopefully it gets, you know, 10 to 12 minutes of time. And, you know, we'll see if Becky could deliver the main handle slam, but a uh, good win for Dewdrop. and, you know, Dewdrop did pick up the win in this match because uh, obviously she's not beating Becky, but I'm still glad she'll get the one-on-one match. Uh, is that kind of where you were headed to, Greg? Or what do you think about the opening tag team match there?
1: Yeah, I agree. Um, I like that they they're keeping Dewdrop strong and letting her pick up these pinfalls. It makes her look better. Her standing, you know, as a one-on-one competitor against Becky makes her look better, uh, look stronger, and break away from the formula of doing uh, multi-person. Uh, championship matches, which they've really been, you know, overkilling lately. So uh, I'm all down with just keeping it the way it is. Becky gets Dewdrop, and, you know, having a strong match, just the two of them.
0: Yep. Uh, Kevin Owens defeated uh, United States champion Damian Priest. I don't think this is hurting Damian Priest. Actually, Greg, I'm kind of maybe I will, I would like to see Kevin Owens get that U.S. title back and then let Damian Priest move up you know, in a way. So Damian priest kind of moves on, um, down the road. And then maybe Kevin Owens can kind of bring back that open challenge feel because, you know, we really mm-hmm. haven't seen that in a while, even as a heel, I think he could do it, you know, especially maybe him and Seth, maybe one week Seth tries to answer it or something like that. So I kind of mm-hmm. would love to see Owens take the title off of Damian priest. And then, you know, and we haven't seen, I mean, Owens, I not when's the last time he won a title, <laughs> I feel like it's been a while. He's due for some gold, you know, especially with the re-signing. You know, it could be a nice little, like, you know, uh, hey, thanks. You know, (laughs) thanks for sticking around. But uh, I'm kind of in these – I love Damian Priest as well, Greg, but I think Damian Priest needs to also move on from the U.S. title. Uh, You know, maybe find himself in the Money in the Bank match and put a good run there and then kind of keep moving up that ladder. So I wouldn't think it would be a bad thing if he lost it, Because I think in in the long-term picture, you could move them up. So, uh, what did you think about Kevin Owens and Damian Priest's match? And uh, where do you see Kevin Owens kind of going, Greg?
1: I I agree with you. KO is overdue to have a title. Um, He's been doing excellent work with everybody. Um, Lashley, the Roman Reigns, the stuff he's doing with Seth. Um, Everything he's been doing has been great. So, you know, and they just re-signed, you know, here's your reward kind of thing. And, uh, you know, let him take the ball and run. Priest loses nothing by losing this match. is one of those contenders matches. And, you know, now he shows himself as a legit contender. Um, you know, nothing wrong with him, you know, taking an L here and there. Uh, it adds depth to your character. Uh, I do wish they'd go away from the whole, you know, Damien side and Priest side, and really taking the name too literally. <laughs> um, I liked the name before they started differentiating. This is the evil side, and this is the good side. Yeah, uh, it was kind of unnecessary. They could have just left it as it was. It was okay, or it was fine as it was. Um, so now do you think they, they need to pull away from that a little bit? Um, you know, the crazy eyes and signaling he's going to the bad place um, a little, little too much. Uh, let him do his thing naturally. Uh, yeah. So, um, but, yeah, you can still put him on an upward trajectory by putting him big bigger matches, you know, your Royal Rumbles, stuff like that, and let him have a strong showing. And, you know, even if he loses, he's still in that upper mid-card um area. Yeah.
0: Yeah, like I i am surprised that they, you know, they changed up the music and unless you know, unless it's just one of those like, oh, we'll just see if this will work, and you know, now you just <laughs> now you're kind of stuck with it because you can't really go back to you know uh archer of infamy. So now you're now you're kind of moving ahead with this. So um obviously RK Bro crashed the whole um Alpha Academy graduation ceremony, Greg. Next week we're gonna get in. Alpha Academy Challenge, (laughs) academic challenge. Which shenanigans will happen? Um, Anything to add to that?
1: Yeah, it's going to end with some tables being broken, I think.
0: (laughs) You think Um... we're maybe like a table match (laughs) down the road? I mean, I'd be fine with, you know, some sort of gimmicky. I kind of miss the days of gimmicky tag matches. I mean, you know, I feel like that's another thing. We haven't seen, you know, a good ladder match for the titles or tag team or chairs match you know tlc style match so um. yeah
1: and and riddle said what i was thinking as soon as he came up with the whole academic challenge you know like kind of billy madison mm-hmm. and that's exactly what he said i was like uh-huh um and the the look in otis's face was great his spatials were great when he was talking about doing the academic challenge and Otis what like uh uh really like he's not ready yeah yeah given the side i like you don't mean that right and, um uh, so you got uh figured the two brains on each side and then the two um uh, not brains as their partners and who's gonna so it'd be a, a cool comedy segment, but I think it's gonna end with some tables being broken.
0: Well, Greg, your boy, Finn Bauer, uh I think uh I think we got our gatekeeper now. Yep. I think we found our because, yeah. Uh, Austin Theory defeated him, which I understand, you know, because it's Austin Theory. But man, it sucks. It's at the expense of Finn. <laughs> like, we, we're we not going to see Finn in anything important anytime soon, Craig. So, yeah. That's all I got on it. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I could say. It, uh,
1: hashtag justice for Finn. Uh, it's it, gone. It's so, it right. it yeah. so not right. It is so not right. And, and I've ranted on it enough. You know how I feel. Yeah. I hate it to the to the nth degree. He does not deserve this. Um, and then they, they they tried to uh, show Vince putting all the pressure on Young Austin, talking about how he's going to eviscerate him if he lost the match. But still, come on, man, that's Ben Balor over there. Yeah, you know. You know, you you give respect, but that no, was that was brutal. So yeah. yeah, I'm I'm tipping my 40 out for Finn right now because it'll be it's over. It is. It so might be over. as
0: long as the Mississippi River after after it's yeah. all said and done. will go out to the. When goal. I finish
1: with this 40, I'm going back to the liquor store. I'm getting more 40s. I'm tipping <laughs> them all out. i
0: Just just gonna get a keg and just let it empty. But yeah, I just I can't. Yeah, I love me some Finn, So it just. uh it just sucks because there's, you know, that this is when we need like jobber city. Like, would it hurt, you know, Austin Theory to run through some jobbers first, and then, you know, right? But uh, bring back there.
1: the Mulkey boys,
0: yeah, Brooklyn Brawler. <laughs> but um, how about Nikki Ash launching another attack? Uh, I'm, I'm kind of loving the delusional superhero thing that she's going into. You know it. It might have some legs because, like I said, I feel like this is her last. You know, if this doesn't get her to where she needs to be, Greg, it's kind of like, okay, she's going to be in Finn Bauer territory. She's going to eat L after L. So, um, you know, another attack there. I I have a feeling Rhea's going to get the upper hand in the end of it, but um, we'll kind of see where it goes, you know, as it unfolds. So, um, any thoughts on that segment, Greg?
1: Yeah, did you – and if you haven't, you should – have you seen the movie *Brightburn*?
0: No, I have not. I haven't, I haven't heard of that.
1: It is a um, an evil superhero who okay. um, is smaller, you know, almost like child size. Oh, okay. But hmm. the essence of evil. Yeah. And it seems innocent enough at first, and just gradually becomes like the most demented. Uh, superhero ever So he's got powers And he uses them in the most vile ways It's fantastic And uh, It reminds me a little bit of Nicky um, Is
0: that a Tubi original?
1: <laughs> no Piper okay. was a major, was a major okay. re- of I guess I just had,
0: yeah. Just joking um, <laughs> We had to bring up Tubi at some point Hey,
1: <laughs> don't think I wasn't going to get to it um, And It's a uh, if you merged um sanity nikki with current nikki you would have a bright bird situation going yeah. on where okay. she's just taking on this evil mindset um she's smaller but you know vicious to the nth degree and definitely watch that movie everybody go watch that movie because it's awesome it's a huh. 90 minutes of your life that you will love yeah. so um I'm all about that superhero life and it was great. It was a different take and it was excellent. So I hope they're leaning somewhere with that where Nikki just becomes more and more vile and, you know, they have managed to merge sanity Nikki with current Nikki and, you know, give us something like that. So um, I lo- like I said, I like what they're doing right now with, with turning her and, you know, the, Using the whole, you know, crazy people don't think they're crazy kind yeah. of that angle of it. Um, keep doing that because mm-hmm. I like how that's going, and they keep making her more and more um, evil. And she, she she still thinks that
0: she's, she's in the right. justified. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it,
1: that makes it better. So like a keep doing 18, that almost right.
0: And like I said, I think it just, it's a, yeah, don't go too far into it, but you just want her to like right on that verge of not, you know, kind of like the Kevin Owens, like, you know, Kevin Owens is so good at that end. Like he thinks he's he's doing it in the right sense, you know, but he's really not. (laughs) So um, what else we got? Almost defeating Reggie. Eh, (laughs) Nothing, nothing much there. Right, Greg? No. Anyways, uh, the Miz and (laughs) Reese. Got over on Edge and Beth Phoenix because Maurice had a brick in her purse. But next week, Greg, we know that Edge and Beth Phoenix will get the upper hand because they're doing a birthday celebration, which will be the most elegant, uh, you know, extravaganza. Maurice, sorry, baby, you're going in that cake if there's a cake out there or somebody will come out from the cake. Yep. Uh, The Miz will probably go in it as well. Um, You know, but. so we will get a couple shenanigan segments, Greg, but I can you know, I still want to, I'm still looking forward to seeing how this match is going to play out. Cause I feel like Maurice is going to come out on the upper hand because she's, she's kind of like the weak link, but then she'll be the one that somehow finagles her way to a win. So um, any thoughts, Greg, on this week's segment or next week's upcoming segment?
1: Yeah, it's, them trying to one up each other is kind of taken away from the seriousness of the match. Yeah. So hopefully they can turn it back up once we actually get to the rumble, but now it's just becoming a little ridiculous. Uh, we could have seen the the whole loaded purse thing a mile away. So uh, it was kind of an eye rolling experience for me, but you know, it is what it is. You got to fill up these weeks somehow before you actually get to the match. So, man.
0: And well, I felt like the purse was going to play a part a little bit ago because she brought the purse with her, but then they never used it. So that's why I was like, okay. Because uh, I thought there was that one week when she had it like on the ring step and then they even use it. And I was like, well, what's the point of that? Because, you know, it felt like then. So um, the Street Profits, Rey Mysterio, Dominic defeat Dolph Ziggler, Robert Roode, Paul Crews, Commander Aziz. Just the faces getting over, kind of like a house match, <laughs> house, you know, yeah. live event, nothing there. But. That end saw Bobby Lashley defeat Seth Freakin' Rollins by DQ because the Usos came out there, laid out super kicks to Seth Rollins. Uh, A really good match before that, you know, shenanigans because Bobby Lashley does really well with, you know, smaller guys because they could sell for him. Then he also can kind of sell for them. So um, hopefully we get Bobby Lashley and Seth Rollins down the road, Greg, in a kind of a legit, you know, one-off match. Because it feels like you know they could really do some stuff together. So, uh, any thoughts on the end of Raw there for you, Craig?
1: It was it was fine. You know, just set the stage for you know the continuous storylines on both sides, mm-hmm. and you know, Seth so uh, eloquently evaded the, the the ambush on SmackDown. You know, you kind of can see that. The Usos are going to try to get it back on Raw, so Mm -hmm. I don't know why, but it it always seems like a a little teeny surprise when they do pop up and, you know, the SmackDown guys are on the Raw show, and so...
0: Well, they haven't really played it up either, like, oh, yeah, uh, Raw could go to SmackDown, SmackDown could go to Raw during the Royal Rumble season. (laughs) Like, you know, we kind of forget that they... Now they said it last night. I thought Michael Cole did a good job of you know kind of saying yeah. it, but I felt like Monday night they didn't really say it. So maybe this coming Monday since it's the week of the Rumble, you wonder if they'll use that a few times just to kind of reiterate. Well, yeah, there's a brand split, but we could do it this time. <laughs> so, yeah, they yeah.
1: overkilled it last night on SmackDown. Yeah, definitely.
0: Yes, and but at the same time, you almost needed to because why were these guys just showing up out, you know, Especially for my guy Big E, Greg, which I will get into because uh, I might be opening up the 40s for him soon. <laughs> They're on ice right now, and it might be cracked. But, um, yeah, so let's get into NXT. As we can see, that some stuff happened on NXT. Uh, your boy, Greg, it looks like we'll be <laughs> stepping up to be the, LA not, or sorry, the Grace of Waller um, foil next. Uh, he I thought he got a really solid promo. And I wonder if we could lead to some way because we keep saying it, Greg, like L.A. Knight's bigger than his brain right now. So I hope maybe we get some sort of loser leaves NXT. NXT. Uh, that that could be the Waller thing, too. Maybe he loses to go on, you know, to go up to the main roster. But um, we also had Dexter Loomis come out there because he has unfinished business. Unfortunately, Loomis took the loss to Grayson Waller. Um, but I'm kind of hoping LA Knight and Grace Waller do some sort of, you know, stipulation match that kind of gets LA Knight to the main roster. Craig,
1: absolutely, or as was just say, yeah, let's yeah. do that. Let's get him up there. Um, I love is that an impact segment. thing.
0: I'm guessing because he kept using it.
1: Oh yeah, that was definitely yeah. the whole shtick is okay. coming out now. You know, the yeah was definitely. Um, the the biggest catchphrase and the it's not an insult it's the fact of life that was yeah. the from the, uh, the 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 little talk show that he did and he had the little dummy button and everything he hit the button he goes dummy yeah okay and it was fantastic um, and now he's got somebody to call a dummy with uh, Grayson Waller and I'm loving it now because he's pulling out all. The, the whole shtick now from, uh, impact and the cash raises are coming out. You know, I've long, I've been waiting for it. Now it's coming. So maybe now they're letting them do the whole thing because he's this close to getting on the main roster. Um, and now he's a top guy because of, you know, the whole thing with Grayson Waller and them putting him in as the number one heel in the company. Yep. Um, and this puts them both pretty much on top. So um, I'm with you on as far as wanting that whole loser leaves uh, angle and getting Knight to the main roster in any way that necessary because hmm. uh, he needs to be there, but, uh, you know, losing all your, your veteran presence does suck because, you know, us being NXT lifers, you know, I hate to see it going the way it's going, but, um you know he, he LA knight doesn't belong down there but yeah he, you know the guy can put up put him over some more and you know then come up so um uh, malfort they the going old school and pulling out the whole restraining order um yeah. <laughs> you know that's that's real old stuff right there but um you know going with that to you know make waller more heelish um so i like it going back into the vault and pulling that stupid thing out so mm-hmm. i'm i'm good with it and uh, anything that keeps uh LA knight in the ring cutting promos i'm all for it so let's keep doing that and
0: then we also had a we'll kind of combine the dusty roads matches together greg so we had the creed brothers defeat josh briggs and brooks jensen Not a surprise there. I think the Creed brothers on a collision course to those finals, but Legado de Fantasma eats an L, Greg, uh, to the upstart team of Malik and Idris. and that's probably an upset. I really wanted Legado to finally have something, especially if you're not calling them up yet. You know, because we can use tag teams on the main roster, so maybe that's why they ate the L. But uh, a big surprise there. I thought, you know, I thought Legado at least pick up a win here and you know, possibly make it to the finals, but we, we will not see that happen. But like I said, Creed Brothers, not a big surprise with them. You had the little segment with Josh Briggs and Brooks Jensen possibly hanging out with um, Casey and Caden and then Wendy Chu. I don't know how the hell she got on top of that locker, but she was there <laughs> napping as well, sipping on her tea uh, or whatever she's sipping on. So, um, hey, if I could show up to work, Greg, in a pair of pajamas and just, you know, <laughs> Look cozy. I, 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 I'm not gonna turn that down. So right. um what about the Dusty Rhodes classic though matches here, Greg? That we uh like I said, kind of throwing them together, but uh makes kind of sense to do that.
1: Yeah. Um I saw you were you y'all called your shot with uh legato taking the whole thing down. I was like, oh, I don't think they're gonna get work. out of the first round. <laughs> so yeah. I kind of saw the the upset coming. Um uh, it seems like they've given some uh, plenty of camera time to Enofe and and Blade. Mm-hmm. Um, I haven't looked at the brackets, but I can see them ended up in the final match uh, mm-hmm. to determine the winners. Uh, but I think the Creed brothers are actually going to win the whole cup. Um, so, you know, the matches were good. As far as as good as they can expect out of 2.0, yeah. it's still kind of... Yeah. But, um, you know, they serve their purpose. Um, As long as the MSK doesn't win, I'm fine. Um, But uh, yeah, give me the creeds, and uh, I don't know what they're doing with the whole hookup situation with Brooks and Jensen and um, Casey and Caden that doesn't look right because the well, they're making the
0: one guy look just dumb, like oh, you know, I like you, but I don't like, like okay,
1: right? It's just we retarded. don't need anymore. Um,
0: we've we've kind of moved on. I've kind of moved on from romance angles <laughs> after India yeah. and Dexter. Like that's that was the big one. That we don't need anything right now. But unfortunately, it looks like they're going that route with that. So uh, Dante Chen and Guru Raj ended no contest because Duke Hudson came back. Uh it looks like he will might. You know, you talk about top heels, Greg, he'll probably be positioned as one of those, you know, second or 3rd rate guy to kind of, you know, obviously Grayson Waller right now is, you know, positioned high above everybody. But I think like they're really going to make Duke Hudson and, you know, kind of go to the next segment, Tony D'Angelo. I feel like they're really building him up, you know, especially calling out Carmelo Hayes. So uh, a couple things there if you want to tackle those real quick and uh, let me know your thoughts on Duke Hudson coming back and then Tony D'Angelo and the whole, you know, segment with Carmelo Hayes.
1: Yeah. We um, haven't seen Duke in a while. I guess he needs time to, uh, you know, let, let that hair, hair grow out, grow <laughs> even. <laughs> yep. um, I like Duke Hudson, you know, his, his, uh, his mic work, his, you know, ring work seems a little more advanced than most of the other uh, newbies on 2.0. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, he gives you a good match. So, I'm just happy to see him back. You know, he's just as heelish as he was before. Uh, you know, thinks he's the best thing in the room. So, you know, keep, keep doing that, Duke. I like it. Um, and then Tony D'Angelo, you know, I've, I've ranted about the stock characters and how corny they are, but he seemed to be making it work. And you can tell with the audience response to him. Um, they're liking what he's doing and uh you know responding to what he's saying and
0: i see a lot of this and um, the in the fans now
1: right the, the forget about it yeah. yeah um so you know people are getting into it um so you know i'll keep going with it because it it seems like he's found an air of legitimacy to give to it um, he's really playing it you know and living it and you know when you get the character you're given you can give it that much more life and I can tell that he gets it. Um, So I don't know if he gets home, gets home from the PC and immediately starts putting on Sopranos or whatever he's doing. It's working. Um, So, you know, the guy comes over huge and people are down with it and calling out Carmelo, you know, seems like it's putting up heel versus heel, but I think uh, the fans are turning him into a face Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Even Thanks after all his talk and you know going up against guys like Pete Dunn mm-hmm. and hitting him, breaking his fingers with crowbars and doing the mafia thing, that uh, people are still putting him over as a as a babyface, even though he's supposed to be a heel. So uh, it just shows his his gimmick is working. He's found out a way to make it work, and uh, people like it. So that's all you can ask for.
0: I guess it'd be really funny if Tony Angelo just went home, Greg, and like. Didn't watch any of that stuff. and was like a big fan of, uh, you know, something really serious <laughs> or something like, you know, he just, I I don't even know what a serious show is, but anyways, yeah. Like what if, what if this just, he just really pulls that part. But uh, how about some women matches to talk about? Ivy Nile, Greg, getting a big win over Kaylee Ray. But we saw that Kaylee Ray is probably going after Mandy Rose, which is good because that can keep adding to Mandy Rose's stock as champion. And then Dakota Kai, Greg, just get her to the main roster. <laughs> she does not need to be talk about, you know, people <laughs> that do not need to be down there. Uh, Dakota, I hope she's a surprise entrance in the Royal rumble and then gets the main call, you know, roster call because right now, yeah, I just feel like she's just kind of down there for no reason. So, but congrats to Ivy Nile. Maybe, um, maybe diamond mine isn't as dead as I thought, especially when you consider Walter Imperium and Roderick strong and, all that happening, Greg. So, um, yeah. What about Ivy? What about some of the women's stuff, though? Ivy Nile picking up a win.
1: Yeah, um, I like it. You know, getting her over against you know somebody established like that. Um, she, I like her look, and um, everything she does fits. Uh, you know, she's not doing moon salts and you know, pretty moves, you know, she's doing things that would make sense for a girl her size. And it looks powerful, looks strong. And, you know, that makes her more believable. So um, mm-hmm. definitely down with it. Um, she's a stick with that. And then, you know, using the more established um, ladies in the ring with her is only going to, you know, add to what she's doing. So uh, I hope they continue doing what um they're doing now to you know get her over because her presentation is a hundred percent different compared to everybody else in the women's division so um I want them to continue doing and at
0: some point you could probably build her as an underdog with that size and you know Mm -hmm. maybe not you know having to kind of fight against bigger opponents and you know like Rey Mysterio style and just overcoming that so Uh, I I think there's some good things happening for her. What about uh, Dakota Kai, Greg? Are you in my camp of she needs to be up on the main roster or should she be down there kind of helping the women down there?
1: No, get her out of of there. Um, (laughs) Get her on the main roster. She could be so much more effective. Um, I see her being like a Bailey. Yeah. Um, Because when she's a heel and – Allowed to do, um, you know, portray it the way she likes it. She's awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, so let her do that. And there's there's plenty of you know fresh matchups up there. And everything she's, you know, everything now is is dead in in NXT and She needs that that reboot. You know, let her tweak her character a little bit, and she'll be she'll be killing it as soon as she gets up there.
0: And then Walter, I mean, Gunther defeated Roderick Strong uh, in a really impressive match. I think both of them are going to be feeling those chops uh, for a yeah. couple more days. And But obviously, Greg, well, and we thought maybe Roderick Strong was done. Uh, maybe he's got a few more months left or a couple more months, probably to maybe finish up this stuff in the Perium, And then we'll kind of see if the writing is on the wall that uh, he's out of there. But, hey, we'll at least get diamond Mine and imperium going at it and those matches are going to be ridiculous so i'm Mm -hmm. kind of glad to see roger strong stick around because i still think he's needed for diamond mine like you know we we kept saying if you lose your mate that main guy you know you're going to need somebody else to step into that role other than malcolm you know malcolm evans can talk it up but he's not a wrestler at least i don't think so (laughs) he's never (laughs) shown us anything to be a wrestler so um yeah we're going to need we're going to need roger strong down there for a little bit longer to kind of make sure that Diamond Mine is in the right spot. I mean, I feel like the pieces are there. Like you said, if Creed Brothers win, the Dusty Cup, that helps them. If Ivy Nile just keeps picking up wins. But I still think you need that one last piece of Roderick Strong just to kind of really get them to where they should be, you know, what, by WrestleMania season-ish, you know, by that next takeover. So, Uh, But I'm all for Walter and Roderick going at it again and (laughs) chopping the hell out of each other
1: yeah that was the banger of a match. they enjoyed that a lot um you know they gave them time to you know tell a story and um have a great match and they did so uh they're getting away from that lately with uh all the concentration being on you know the um uh, you know the millennials of of two point oh
0: almost the characters instead of the matches
1: exactly and yeah. you know this shows what happens when you put you know two veterans in there mm-hmm. and let them do it the old way yeah and you know you get a match like this so uh, they need to do a better job of mixing it up but how can they do that if they've taken all the veteran characters and either releasing them or you know sending them home for no reason uh let them walk into another company and um uh, not cultivating the young guys that are down there. So yeah. it's the whole, um, you know, it wasn't broke, and now you're you're fixing it, and you're over-fixing it, um, which is going to make it operate worse. Yeah. So uh, it's a shame because we're going to be uh, deprived of more matches like this, um, maybe not in the short term because hopefully we get some diamond mine versus imperium uh scraps which are going to be awesome because now you got some veterans in there and that's really going to show a huge difference when you hit put that portion of the card against the 2.0 version of the card as far as all the young people Mm -hmm. um and hopefully it sends a message to vince to you know that we can't just you know throw everybody with more than three four years of experience out on their heads and yeah um you know, maybe they'll start reversing course a little bit.
0: You got to, I do wonder if this next takeover will kind of be, you know, we're, we'll really see where things can go. Um, you know, we, we had the December one and now, you know, I think WrestleMania season is your peak season. So that's going to be telling, you know, really where it got cause it's probably going to be a lot of these newer faces, Greg, going at each other. Uh, you know, we yeah. might not have champ on there or, um, you know, we're obviously not going to have Gargano on there or, you know, some of the names that we are so used to seeing on there, Pete Dunn, even, you know, somebody like that or Samoa Joe um, type. Yeah. So it's going to be really telling for the next one. Uh I believe WrestleMania season, we haven't heard anything yet. I would assume, you know, unless they try to squeeze one in in February, but it seems kind of too, you know, you don't want to just rush it either. So um I'm kind of curious WrestleMania season where things can go for that. So uh yeah. next and up Kaylee amazing. Ray to
1: the main roster too so
0: yeah oh yeah uh, i think she could be really used on raw i think yeah. raw could really use her so um but smackdown kind of had some stuff happen last night uh Seth Rollins and Roman Reigns raised the stakes of their royal rumble match so Seth Rollins if he won his match uh so pretty much they set up a tag team match they said Seth Rollins if you can find tag team partner uh you can go against the usos and if Seth Rollins won He would get the Usos barred from ringside. If the Usos won, they would get, uh, Roman's match would just get forfeited. (laughs) So no match for Roman. Uh, But Kevin Owens comes out to even the odds. And Greg, we did get Seth Rollins and Kevin Owens defeating the Usos by DQ because we had Roman out there to cause the disqualification. Uh, So the match is still on. I was like, I don't think they would go away from the match. I mean, it's too big. You know, other than maybe trying to save it, but you know, this is a roundabout way to add some stakes to it, give you some, you know, raise raise the raise the stakes there. Uh, cause we wondered what they could do next, because you know, you're just going back and forth on talking. You finally need to do some action. So good tag team match. And uh yeah, we the Usos and the Usos longest reigning SmackDown tag team champions. You have Roman rolling at what five oh four or five oh eight now. So yeah what numbers uh, he's still not quite at Hulk Hogan's 1,000 and blah, blah, blah number, Greg. And I do not think <laughs> that Roman will get to 1,000, but <laughs> what we, who knows, you know, stranger things have happened, but uh, he, he could get, you know, another hundred or so. Well, if we go through WrestleMania, you might have, you know, like we said, another hundred added to that. Um, but uh, what do we think about the opening and we'll kind of book into segments, Greg opening segment and the last, Match there at the end of the night,
1: yeah. Um, the segments were good. Uh, I like the opening segment. Uh, was surprised that uh, Seth used the word mox during his uh, yeah, intro promo with uh, Reigns. I was like, wow, okay, they let McAfee
0: brought it up too a couple times,
1: yeah. Um, so that was a little surprising Mm -hmm. that uh maybe that that forbidden door is that might not have been in the promo
0: card (laughs) maybe they just (laughs) snuck it in there anyway
1: right well at this point you know is seth rollins what are you going to do fire him you know in the middle of uh the biggest program on the show Hmm. so you know maybe he's got that type of latitude now um regardless i liked it that uh you know they they hit you with that you know it, it definitely popped me when i heard it um the the outcome was you know you figure that there's no way that they're going to uh not let this match happen so the outcome was going to be uh a formality it's just how was it how are they going to come to it so um the way it ended was kind of what if it, either they're going to beat him clean or there's going to be some interference and Rum is going to show up at the end? Um, and that's what happened. He comes in and interferes before the, the Usos have a chance to lose um, or, or about to lose. Hmm. And um, besides, this is a chance now to get my sneak attack in and uh, I'll see you at the Rumble. So, you know, it is what it is. Just advances the, the storyline and on we go.
0: Yeah, um, well, Kofi kicks the defeated Madcap Moss, looking like a real Gunther character. Uh, I felt like he belonged in Willy Wonka or something like that with the outfit that Madcap Moss had on last night. But Greg, <laughs> the big news is Biggie was out with Kofi in this mess, and I believe they're doing a tag team match next week. So damn you, Xavier Woods, for getting hurt. Damn you for having a broken whatever you have for four to six weeks because that means Big E had to get in this mess. And that just solidifies it, Greg. Uh, Big E is not winning the Royal Rumble. And Big E's time at the top has ended. And, uh, yeah, I don't know where Big E goes. Hopefully he has a good run in the Rumble, but I'm not foreseeing it now. Uh, Yeah, but we will see. Happy Corbin and Madcap Moss, I believe, face Kofi and um, Big E in a tag team match next week. So uh, maybe Big E kind of gets some momentum back, Greg, but all of that momentum from everything he did. And, yeah, it is all gone. Maybe he uh, needs to go the the sad the sad Corbin route, but sad Big E. <laughs>
1: I'm, I'm not there yet. I'm not not feeling that okay. yet. Just- well, thank you. Because, we're
0: actually on opposite ends for once. Or we're on a, I was kind of surprised we're on opposite ends on that, but
1: right. Well, like like we said, it is WrestleMania season, and they've made it very clear that uh, this is the time where you'll see Raw on SmackDown, SmackDown on Raw, and blah blah blah. And yeah. you know, we saw multiple check uh, t- are multiple examples of that. Uh, Last night with Kevin Owens coming with Seth, with uh, Big E popping up. Um, This is the way you kind of write off him showing up and uh, joining with Kofi. Uh, Just for the moment, because of the time of the season, it's WrestleMania season, Rumble season, blah, blah, blah. And this is how you can bring him into the mix without... um, pulling the 40 out of the fridge yet it's not time um he can still have a strong
0: cap and baron
1: yeah but that's it's just a space filler until the rumble he can still have a strong rumble he can still stay in the title mix because you still saw serious biggie it wasn't dancing swiveling hips
0: yeah
1: biggie it was still angry biggie and so you know, until he comes out and he's dancing and he's throwing pancakes or whatever, uh, it still looks like Big E, who's still a legitimate contender to get the title back. It may take another month or two to get another Our opportunity, <laughs> but I still think he's at, in that top, yeah. uh, that top mix. I don't think he's out of it yet.
0: So yeah. well, um, I will. I will. Like you say, be cautiously pessimistic. <laughs> <laughs> normally, it's optimistic, but yeah, I don't. I just I saw Biggie out there, Greg, and my head just kind of went down, I'm like, oh, because <laughs> I, I normally am all I love New Day. You know, I want Biggie, Kofi, and uh, Xavier right off in the sunset together, because obviously they're going to get in the Hall of Fame together, and right. that speech will be ridiculous. Um, oh but man. I'm, I'm sure that's safe, you know. They're, they'll make it serious and not serious. So I'm sure it'll be fun. But yeah, I just saw him. I'm like, and anyway. It'll be
1: epic for sure.
0: All right. Aliyah but- defeated uh, Aaliyah defeated Natalia. But Zia came back up, Greg, with her little um, <laughs> superpower graphics, you know, kind of oh, going God. in the ring uh, as the protector. So I'm guessing we'll get Natalia and Zia Lee. Hopefully, Zia you know, puts, you know, gets a good win there, but, um, only picking up a couple wins. That's kind of good for her, you know, after not showing up and all this. And, you know, we still got the Tony Storm stuff just sitting there in limbo doing nothing, Greg. But, uh, uh, Natalia and Zia Lee, are we, are we on board for that?
1: Uh, it'll be a fun match. You know, even she can, um, outlive the whole, you know them trying to make her into Raiden from Mortal Kombat. Uh, the whole the whole graphics and her being made of electricity is kind of cringeworthy. Uh, but we've seen her in a real match yet. We've seen her throw a few yeah. kicks, but uh, once she's in the ring, in actual matches, and can show that she's uh, main event worthy or main roster worthy. Uh, it should be good because, you know, they can do nothing but go up as far as having depth in the women's division. So uh, I like her being there. The presentation is a little corny, but, you know, whatever it takes to get, you know, your foot through the door, and then you can, you know, start banging in heads with the door. So uh, let's go
0: That's Yeah, I was trying to think of what you're remind. yeah, Mortal Kombat would be the biggest – kind of reminder that I noticed yeah that's a good raid that's why I was like trying to think of what she remind me of and uh, yeah I haven't played a good Mortal Kombat game in years but uh I think I had Mortal Kombat 10 now that I'm going off but anyways so uh Viking I didn't want to talk about the Viking Raiders De- defeating Los Altarios <laughs> great that's probably why I went to Mortal Kombat mode but anyways they won but let's get into the smackdown stuff or the women's championship scene so we had Charlotte defeat Naomi because Sonia DeVille (laughs) involved herself as a referee. I was kind of hoping Naomi would just take out Sonia, because technically she didn't have on the jacket. So I was like, well, it could make sense that Naomi would go attack her. Uh, But it does, you know, then we saw the backstage segment with um, Eric Bischoff, of all people. I wonder if he might be, (laughs) you know, maybe that, maybe he could take over the GM role, you know, on SmackDown. Because I think, you know, Bischoff could be that guy, Kind of playing both sides of the role, you know. We can either see him go really heal, or go face. You know, kind of, you know, maybe helping people, you know, get over. Um, mm-hmm. It's a good way to write off Sonya in that role, Greg, and then you have a person waiting in the wings to do it. So, uh, do we finally see though the one-on-one match? Are we going to wait to Royal Rumble for that? Or, I or still, did, you know,
1: mm-hmm. ahead, I sorry. still think it's going to happen at the Rumble. Because um, that seems like to be the perfect place to pay it off, yeah.
0: Um, and like, so a like, job on the line, right?
1: Right. So this way, um, you can introduce a match, have it in with some type of fluky finish, and then you know have the big match at uh, the Rumble. So I think that's where it's going. But this is a good mo- moment to introduce a new player into the game with uh, Bischoff and, you know, a power shift and um, finally take, you know, Sonya's power away and all that, that whole storyline with her, Naomi comes to an end, you know, at the rumble, it needs to happen on a big stage. So this is the setup and then the rumble is going to be the finish.
0: Or even if we have Bischoff, and adam pierce as heads of both brands and maybe Bischoff doesn't need to be Mm -hmm. on as much uh that could be something because it isn't it it was telling that he was on you know you think maybe they're trying to work something maybe try to see how much he wants to do i don't Mm -hmm. think and that's the thing too i guess full-time i I doubt if he wants to do a full-time schedule so maybe he could just be like a uh, I'll show up when I need to, <laughs> like Jack Tunney style, where, you know, <laughs> back in the day, Jack Tunney would just show up in that little office segment and uh, announce a match if he needed to. But um, yeah. Uh, Johnny Knoxville <laughs> hit Sami Zayn with a cattle prod. Yes, this really happened. I don't think it was a real cattle <laughs> prod, but whatever. Sami Zayn, Greg, though, like you said, just played up this part. But Sami Zayn will eliminate Johnny Knoxville in the Royal Rumble, correct?
1: yeah it's sammy or uh johnny's getting all the eliminations before the rumble and now yeah. uh sammy will get his his revenge and even rumble, if sammy so. gets a
0: it uh eliminated right after he'll still have the one up on knoxville
1: <laughs> yeah so. and knoxville will, or will be able to pull him out of the of the ring from outside after he gets eliminated yeah. so yeah
0: yeah we'll see um are you going to see Jackass Forever when it comes out, Greg?
1: Hell no. Oh. <laughs> I have better things to do it by day. <laughs> <laughs> kind, of to. Well, like, kind of trim my toenails.
0: It. I'm debating. <laughs> <laughs> cut your finger or cut your fingernails with paper cuts. <laughs> exactly. Uh, <laughs> I've never watched a single
1: Jackass, and I'm not starting now.
0: Oh, they're so good. But anyways, Davis <laughs> defeated Ricochet, Greg. That's and Ridge Holland back. No um no protective gear for Ridge. So did they want him to break his nose? <laughs> I guess they just sort of like, eh, let's see what happens. Maybe he'll break it again. Because I thought it was, te- well, as the nose is fine, um, but I thought it was telling that they didn't try to play up some sort of protective gear. You know, even though we've kind of done with Carmella, we've done it with Sheamus, so maybe they thought it was overkill. Maybe, the, maybe WWE finally thought <laughs> something was overkill for one to break <laughs> and decided not to go that route. But I was very surprised that Ridge did not show up with any sort of mask whatsoever you know as far as that goes so
1: yeah especially as they said they that his nose was smashing to pieces and you know he looks perfectly fine and they said it's only been what 20 days Man. since then and I ha- have a hard Seamus wore, yeah Seamus <laughs> wore his for how many months so uh by the way uh, tipping all the 40s in all the convenience stores uh, out for Ricochet, my oh, dude, Ricochet. Dude, yeah. <laughs> oh my! I God. was like, shoot.
0: I told you, I've been off Ricochet's trained for ever since Drew McIntyre called him out. I felt bad for the dude. I was like, yeah. Well, at least they something uh, from uh, P- uh, what was he's from? Padu is it Paducah, Kentucky? And I was like, dude, we might need to give you like a, a fake city, like say from Louisville, <laughs> or you know, I I'm all for people being from real cities, but sometimes you need to just <laughs> <laughs> you might need to yeah. say something else. <laughs> parts
1: unknown for
0: parts unknown Kentucky. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so uh, I was kind of yeah. surprised Cesaro didn't show up either because I thought Cesaro might, you know, even the odds there, but we might get that in another week. Or if we just go on my route of Cesaro needs to be with Seamus again, that would be fine too. So yeah. Uh, well, that was SmackDown. Oh, we did. I did. Kind of mentioned uh, in passing that Jeff Jarrett showed up, Greg, which was kind of surprising. All dressed up too, like you know. Like I was like, "Oh, well, he's not really doing anything." Uh, I mean, does do you think we see him on TV much more? Or is this maybe WrestleMania season? He's just going to show up here and there. Or, uh any thoughts on why he <laughs> he had nothing else to do? <laughs> like just like, yeah. Hey, dude,
1: He's just making arounds. I mean, he he was on a GCW card yep. uh, recently. I think he was on Impact recently. So just give um, a
0: W. He could do the full. Trajecta. Right. He's just
1: <laughs> working the circuit, man. He's trying to get these dollars anywhere he can. Yeah, so, that's right.
0: More what it is. Next thing we'll yeah. see him in uh car shield commercials. <laughs> exactly. <Rick> <laughs> I mean, so, asking
1: Rick Boos how he spells his name. I mean, come on, man. Yeah.
0: <laughs> That's what I said. Uh, like, I'm like, uh All right. Well, that was SmackDown. Uh, that's kind of our WWE talk. Let's take a quick commercial break, get into some AW stuff. Uh, and then uh, we got some last call that I'll throw out there at the end of this show, Greg, for you. So, Uh, Let's get some realty talk real quick. What is up, uh, everybody?
1: It's your boy Dan over at BWSports1.com and Black and White Sports. And I'm wondering if you're ready to buy or sell that home. Now's the time. And I got just the person for you. Mr. Sean Nugent, a.k.a. Rockstar Realtor himself. 317-503-8322. Put that home on the market. Get into your dream home with this man. Talk to Sean at Talk to Tucker today, 317-503-8322. And make sure you tell him the boys over at BWSports1.com sent you.
0: All right. We are back. I'm back. I'm back. I'm here. I'm like the talking head. But anyways. (laughs) uh, I'm somewhere. Let's go to the next part. All right. So, of course, Greg, we start off tonight night with John Moxley returning. Uh, telling an F to fuck uh, – F off. Because <laughs> uh, somebody said – I think was was said, like, go get a drink or something like that. I'm like, really? Like, the dude just came back. Come on. Like, ugh, fans sometimes, Greg. You just have to wonder why they – like, yeah, you got your 50 minutes of fame. Great. Like <laughs> – you're an idiot still. So uh, Moxley, you know, made some good points though. Coming back, looking looking better than ever too. I think that oh, yeah. physically, I mean, he was pretty red. You know, we even talked. To, you, even, you even brought up Craig, like he looked like he was way too enraged, like way too intense with some of the stuff, and you could tell his face was so beat. And mm-hmm. I just didn't think that was normal. <laughs> I mean, you know, unless you're in the sun boot, sun tanning boot, too long which I don't think Moxley visits ever in his life. So (laughs) um, just looks much better, healthier, hopefully in that better place. And uh, yeah, I mean, that's all I got. You know, congrats to him. Now we can bring up Greg Bubba Ray Dudley. I don't know if you saw these comments saying Moxley doesn't owe the fans apology, but should apologize to the fans, which I thought was completely uncalled for. Because he went off to get better himself. And he doesn't owe anybody an apology. I mean, you know, maybe other than his family. I mean, you know, if you're gonna go that route. So, I mean, Bubba Ray tried to walk it back from the the comments, even though he hasn't been radio silent. <laughs> I think he finally realized uh um, foot in the mouth disease, you know, because Bubba Ray says a lot of stuff, Greg. <laughs> yeah. And I think this was one of those times, like, okay, that was a little. You know, I get, like, I saw what he was saying, but at the same time, it didn't need to be said. It's one of those things, like, you just keep it in your brain. So um, what do you think about the Moxley return, Craig?
1: I loved it. Um, he says it was great to see him come back. Uh, knew he was coming back because he had already put a, uh, something out on social media that he's going to be at uh, GCW yeah. uh, in his first match back. Um, So he's already done the GCW match. Uh, But I was happy to see that he was on the way back. And then when he came out here, uh, it was great. It was all love seeing everybody pop for him. Um, All the signs. So, you know, he was, you know, advertised at least locally that he was going to be there. Um, And the the promo was a box promo. Um, He's not going to be like your normal... Um, wrestler who comes out after a while away and goes, Well, I did this and I did that and I did this. And you know, now I'm sorry. I'm, that's not him. Yeah. Um, he told the story about being asleep and waking up and the devil and whatever. And it was very mox. Mm-hmm. And I expect nothing less from him. And we didn't get it, but we got it. Mm-hmm. And it's like, Whatever you went through, brother, it's all good. We're here with you. Welcome back, and um, you know, if it, we're just happy for him, um, as far as Bully Ray goes, it, uh, one of the most fun things that I've done, you know, since I, I um, in the disaster that I call my Jeep mm-hmm. that uh, I recently bought is that I get Siri or I get Sirius XM for free, yeah, um, and it stays on Fight Nation, and okay. if you don't know, Fight Nation is um, mixed martial arts, pro wrestling, and boxing—all combat sports—all lumped into one channel. So, okay. depending on what time you tune in, you're going to get one of those three. Mm-hmm. Um, and Busted Open is one of the featured uh, shows on on Fight Nation. You'll hear it multiple times throughout the day, and. Uh, busted open is Tommy Dreamer Bully Ray and uh, Dave LaGreca yeah. um, Talking about everybody And so um, I heard the The segment where Bully's talking about um, Mox And It cringed a little bit Because Like you said I understand what His point of view but uh, Didn't quite agree with it you know when you go away for a serious addiction a real-life addiction when you come back you don't have to explain it to anybody um, you know you go you deal with your demons you come back and it's up to you to decide how to uh, how to explain you know yeah. your path your road that you traveled and that's the way he decided to do his and so having to apologize to the fans there's no need to apologize to the fans. Uh, you know the, the fans aren't in your house you know living with your you know, decisions. Everything is personal so when you come back and you just you decide to explain it the way you do that's up to you. Uh, everything that needs to be said on the important side the serious side stump behind closed doors I'm sure with him and his wife and you know want to make things right for his daughter um you know that's all him he knows us nothing so um bullies is being bullied he talks he talks a lot believe me and, and uh you know everything he says is not gonna be right and i think he's wrong on this one so he's already got the the requisite amount of heat plus some uh yeah. about that so you saw him near the end of the week, you started walking it back. And, um, I I think that in a, in a way we made him aware of, okay, maybe I was a little overboard with those comments at the beginning of the week. So,
0: and I, and I, I'm sure he didn't, his tone never really changes. You know, he's got, he's got that one kind of voice level. So it's like, it'd be hard to tell how he was stating it, you know, I, like you said, you listen to it. So you probably have a better read obviously on it. But I, I feel like when he, you know, when you see the segments he does, it's not like this, you know, kind of inflection is tone. It's just, <laughs> it's the same voice level. So, um, but yeah. Uh, one of those times that I'm sure he just, he probably thought he was in, you know, it's one of those things, Greg, he probably thought, Oh, I'm saying what I need to say. You know, I'm saying what I think I need to say. But then he comes back to realize, uh I don't probably didn't say that. So, <laughs> yeah, it's like the top. I mean, Tommy Dreamer realized that, and then Tommy Dreamer <laughs> kind of hasn't been. Has he been back on with them, Greg? Because I know um, he was kind of gone for a little bit, right? Yeah. Um, of the Ric Flair comments, I think he had,
1: yeah, but, I, I think uh, Mark Henry has taken his place, mm-hmm. uh, this week,
0: and even Tommy uh, Dreamer, I don't see much social media activity anymore so i think tommy dreamer just is a you know really really like okay maybe i didn't need to say what i said then so but yeah uh, how about how about um adam cole and Britt baker defeating orange cassidy and chris statlander um you know adam cole and Britt looking good together and uh showing up against orange and statlander now at beach break we will get the lights out match greg between adam cole and orange cassidy I think that's going to be kind of awesome to see how that plays out. Um, but that's, that's really, you know, we'll see, is that the end game or is that just the start? <laughs> like, you know, is that, we'll kind of see, you know, these feuds tend to go three matches as we always say, you know, two or three matches. So I'll be curious if that is the only match they do Greg, or if that's is this is just the start of it. So um, where do you think it goes? Do you think this is kind of the end of the line for Adam Colanoidge Cassidy at beach break with the lights out match, or is this kind of the start of it?
1: (laughs) For me, I hope it's the beginning because Mm -hmm. as of now, the elite has had the advantage over uh, the best friends at every turn. Mm -hmm. Um, I've been looking forward to Adam Cole versus Orange Cassidy for a long, or as soon as Adam Cole was, um, showed up that first night, Uh, Mm -hmm. looking forward to that. And They've had one match and a bunch of tag matches, and it hasn't been as satisfying as I've wanted it to be because they haven't isolated Adam Cole and Orange Cassidy as the guys to go at each other. Uh, it's always been everybody else in the mix, and it's a big jumbled mess. And that's what I want is just Adam Cole, just Orange Cassidy, and those two going at each other. And kind of um, see what they could do, right? And we're finally getting the, the start of that with this, even though they've had one match, which was really good, by the way, um, beforehand. But, you know, they've he's you know stuck in his mind so much that he decided to have this lights-out match. And this is the match I really look forward to because now we're going to get what we want as far as Orange and Adam Cole and um, – just the fact that Adam Cole has been able to get over on him every time. Uh, I'm sure he's going to make orange Cassidy mad and we're going to have like the best match of beach break between those two. So I'm super excited for it. And I think that's going to springboard the Adam Cole and orange Cassidy rivalry instead of end it.
0: And then uh, CM Punk defeated Sean Spears in about what? 10 seconds, <laughs> one <laughs> BTS. And that was it. We're still waiting to see when we're gonna get, you know, CM Punk and um, MJF. I'm guessing it'll be Revolution, and I, like we, like I've said, I think that's gonna be Punk's first loss. Uh, I think you kind of you need to get you need to give Punk that loss soon anyway, and kind of get that you know out of the way, and then you know kind of build it up from there. So, uh, do you think that happens, Greg, or at least do we see the match at Revolution, or do we see that match beforehand?
1: Let's see when is revolution supposed uh
0: March sixth. So we still got the next month ish, month and a half ish.
1: Yeah, that's by that time that's where we need to have a match because you can do but so much talking and um you know do the Brian Danielson killing the dark order angle with uh with punk going through all of uh MJF's buddies. Do you think he needs to go through uh, FDR next? um uh, yeah, that's so the only thing that makes sense. Bit. Unless you decide to put a little pitchfork in the road with Wartlow and that consumes a couple of weeks. Yeah. Um before you get to pump.
0: But then that seems more like the wartlow. Would that be the wardlow turn though? Or do we still think that's still a little bit out?
1: Yeah, I would I would save the wartlow turn for after after the revolution yeah yeah um like
0: maybe he somehow cost them or well that's the thing too you almost wonder if he could cost mjf in a way and that would kind of turn him but uh i i still think i feel like mjf needs to be that first loss for punk just so he always has that in his back pocket mm -hmm. but um, how about uh So on Bleacher Report, Greg, I just grabbed this title. <laughs> it said Cody Rhodes drops a pipe bomb. Maybe a pipe bomb in the sense that I don't know where the hell this thing was going. <laughs> I mean, Cody Rhodes, you know, we keep saying it, Greg. I personally think he's in a hard place because I feel like he wants to cater to the hardcore fans. But then he's still trying to get to the casual fans. And he wants to he's still an EVP and he. He's got all these other... Uh, I just don't know if he knows what he wants to be as far as, you know, this character's concerned. And he almost was heelish in a way because he was calling out Sammy Guevara for not being there and all this. And, you know, he's he's yelling the, the promo type, Greg, but it was just all over the place as usual. <laughs> I feel like the, Cody, you know, the promos lately from Cody Rhodes have just been, eh, like, you know, let's just throw something here. <laughs> he might have the bullet points and he's just trying to get them all out there (laughs) he doesn't necessarily have one bullet point he just has five thousand, because that's what it feels like it feels like a shotgun like a spray um we'll see what (laughs) what the fans latch on to and then i'll go with that but and this one just you know talked about talked about he does have the contract i mean there's the, the rumblings like uh you know could he show up in the rumble probably not but is it fun to think about? Of course. Because that's what we do as wrestling fans. We fantasy book everything. <laughs> we fantasy book our lives sometimes. But um, yeah. yeah. Where did you think about the Cody Rhodes um, pipe bomb, if it were?
1: Yeah. It was a lousy pop bomb, pipe bomb. If he's trying to be punk, you need to go back to the videotape. and Because that sucked. Um, he put a lot of guys' names in his mouth. And it was not effective. Uh, i don't know what he was getting at um just poking fun at um you know different guys or making fun of the audience or um, criticizing people it's like where are you going with all this when punk did his pipe bomb he was very specific you know this guy sucks because a b and c or it it's uh it resonated with you on a you know, he was breaking all the fourth walls. Uh, This right here was Cody just, you know, picking on different talents, like I said, Sammy, and, um, you know, mentioning guys that were, you know, on the way up or guys who weren't, you know, doing well enough backstage or whatever, you know, him not having a New contract yet? Yeah, it's like, okay, so what? I mean, you're an EVP, you write your own check.
0: And I guess but, I got uh, it to the ladder match for the titles. <laughs> that's, yeah. I guess, it's so that's because I even forgot about that until you were kind of talking about it, Greg. I was like, I'm kind of thinking in my mind, like, mm-hmm. oh yeah, I forgot he had that big ass ladder in there. And you, right. you could have just built that up. like, And, and let's just, you, we didn't even need an intern. <laughs> And that's what I still think is kind of dumb. Like if Cody was going to be off the, you know, off like for a month or two, okay, let's do an interim title. He was gone for two weeks. (laughs) Like, you know, now maybe they thought it was going to be longer and that's why they did it or just to get something that bat. you know, the title, the battle of the belts, which we still think was not, (laughs) not a very solid outing, but anyways, um, it ultimately got to the ladder match. I'm guessing Cody wins it, Greg.
1: Um, well, and at the same time, you could have just called Sammy to no more contender and be it done. Be done with that. Or yeah, at that right. instead yeah. of having to give him a new belt. But I don't know. I think this may be um, Sammy getting it back. It's a ladder match. Um, you know, in ladder matches, kind of the rules are out the window. Um, Not. You know, on an athleticism level, like Sammy um, getting over on this one. So uh, you'd think that Cody would keep it, but, you know, he's got a lot of things going on. He's got, you know, the reality show. He's got all these things happening. And, you know, if he doesn't have a contract, you know, there's another thing. So um,
0: if he wins it, it's pretty much guaranteed he signed a new contract, though. I would. Yeah. yeah.
1: Yeah. You'd think, you know, what's he going to do? Go back to WWE? Uh, no. Um, but at the same time, I, I'm a Sandy guy. And, you know, I hope Sammy wins. But
0: maybe Brandy comes out there and costs him the title, costs Sammy the title. And then we get all out Triple H and Stephanie McMahon and Brandy <laughs> and Cody. Because, I mean, they kind of already want to beat them anyway, Greg. So, and then we need Tay to kind of help Sammy out there, you know, because they're a right. thing. If you haven't, if you have not seen their social media, they are well, a I've thing. seen it. They, <laughs> they are a thing. It. They're already in love, Greg. I, th- I think he's going to propose next week at beach break. <laughs>
1: really, another proposal? <laughs> this could be like an every other year thing that Sammy yeah. proposes to a girl.
0: I mean, he is—he's a young guy. She's a young guy, so. Who knows? But anyway, so Um, House of Black defeated Varsity Blondes. I still think we got the Julia thing happening, Greg. She was acting really weird out there with the clapping thing and, like, you know, not knowing where to look. So I think that's coming. Um, House of Black worked really good. I like that finishing move where Malachi throws it in to Brody and, you know, just lays him down. And, you know, I'm really looking forward to seeing more. And like we said, I think the Julia heart, Aspect could really add some layer to it, um, mm-hmm. right there. So, uh, any thoughts on that match, Greg?
1: Yeah, it was it was really good. I like the entrance. Uh, I hope they're not taking Malachi's uh, music away as far as his individual. Entrance. I think he'll and get it as a singles their...
0: guy, and this is their tag team because it was written by. I think Brody King was in a band that this that this that wrote the song for them. So, okay. i think they they got yeah i think they'll still have their own individual songs because uh, yeah obviously malachi's song is so good with the entrance and with everything right
1: so um, I'm, uh what but did i forget
0: what the kings of the what do they call them kings of the kings throne? Of,
1: the, of the black throne
0: black throne okay
1: yeah um so i love it i thought it was great um this is the first time i've gotten to see brody king um is that i don't watch roh or you know, all the indie stuff until really recently. Um, But I'm just finding out that, you know, they've tag-teamed before um, different places all over the world and uh, won championships, so uh, there's familiarity there with them. And uh, now that ROH is folded, at least for the short term, you know, and all those ROH guys are, you know, free to do whatever they want, uh, it definitely looks like it fits with him and malachi and um you know advancing the house of black um uh, and i called it with the julia thing with uh you know she's slowly going to end up in the house of black um the whole thing the eye patch i think she's one day she's going to mm-hmm. take it off and she's going to have a, a malachi-esque eye. type eye yeah so i think that's going to happen um so th- th- why else would you explain having them in there with you know the varsity blinds every week? So uh, I think that's going to you know slowly evolve and eventually end up being what happens with Julia. Uh, but yeah, love the out uh, our Malachi and uh, Brody, which is another thing that uh, Cody mentioned, you know, the new guy coming to himself and having the balls to call himself Brody after you know, last year. So, um,
0: but then calling out Brody Lee's son to say, he can't wait to see him come up in, you know, 10 years. And I'm like, what, like, what, is, what does that yeah. have to do with anything? Like, uh, anyways, I mean, like I said, I feel a little bit bad for Cody. Cause I feel like, I think he wants to please everybody. I think that's what, I think that's what it's trying to do. And guess what? You can't do that. <laughs> like it no. just never works. Um, Lance Archer defeated Kazarian. Uh, I don't know if you saw as well, Greg. Kazarian tweeted out a picture before the match. He had to have a the bolsa sack like emptied, and you know all oh, the man. drainage. So that thing. So a lot of credit to Kazarian for fighting through that. Because I know we've seen it with John Cena. I think Champa yeah. has it as well. I mean, that is not. A, <laughs> it does not look like a fun thing to have. You know, it just looks like an extra elbow on you. So, um, not a bad match. Nothing to you know. I personally think Lance Archer should have just rain through him. I thought they gave Kazarian a little too much offense, personally, yeah. but um, Hangman stands tall at the end of it. Uh, I'm gonna assume we get Hangman and Archer before Revolution. I don't think. I don't think that's really. A, I don't know. I mean, I guess if we don't have anybody else in the wings, though, Greg, you know, like Adam Cole is still the number one guy rank guy so he should be getting a shot but uh, do you think we get that match I guess we brought it up like Hangman and Lance just feels like a like a dynamite main event Uh, Mm -hmm. or even I hate saying Rampage main event but (laughs) like I I just don't (laughs) right now Lance Archer like yes he's good and he's big and he's a big challenge for um, for Hangman but it does not feel like an all out like pay per view type match
1: Yeah, I agree with that. Um, Enough of us aren't that high on Lance Archer. Um, You know, if this was a back in the days where you had to buy your pay-per-views for, you know, $49.99, you know, this would draw horribly. Um, So, you know, Lance Archer is okay. I mean, he hasn't done anything spectacular to really stand out. Um, He just looks different. You know, he wrestles a little different, but he doesn't carry that same name weight that other guys do. So, yeah, yeah, it definitely feels like a big main event for a dynamite.
0: And he's already had some shots at the title and he's had shots at the TNT title. So it's Mm like, eh. (laughs) Like, I, you know, I get it. Like, we're trying to get hangman guys that you know he can go over strongly um or you know kind of position him because i like we said i still feel like we might need to go the brian danielson hangman three and just have something you know some sort of match there so um how about serena deep though greg she's slowly but surely she's becoming one of the glue women of uh of aw which i did not foresee (laughs) you know i mean she's picking up wins uh, she could be in one, you know, she could go the TNT title or sorry, TPS title or the women's title and be a legit contender. Uh, she defeated sky blue, but, uh, you know, we still got this, her and Sheeta probably need to do some sort of final match there. Uh, mm-hmm. but Serena Deeb is, I mean, she kind of reinvented herself with this whole AW career. Right, Greg?
1: Absolutely. Um, uh, I wasn't high on Serena Deeb when I first saw her arrive on the scene. Um, she was just kind of meh. Mm -hmm. But, you know, I remember Serena going all the way back to the beginning of the straight edge society when CM Punk (laughs) shaving her bald in the middle of the ring uh, on live TV. Um, But since then, she's, you know, been a wrestling lifer and she's become really good. Her matches are, have been great. All the ones I've seen those matches with Sheeta, the, her brutality. uh, It's been awesome. So, I've been really impressed with her as the time has gone by and she's got more exposure. So, Mm -hmm. um, you know, now she's in a match. I want to see, you know, what she does because she's going to pull out something brutal and she's going to, uh, you know, give you a great match in the process. So uh, I've turned the corner with Serena Deeb. So I'm, you know, I'm in with her now. So uh, definitely needs to be, you know, some type of, no-holds-barred match to finish off the um, storyline with Sheeta mm-hmm. and then you know keep moving her up through the ranks because I'd love to see her against Britt Baker or uh, Jade down the road.
0: Yeah, because you don't feel like she'll win the title, but she could be a good, viable contender. So, um, Speaking mm-hmm. of not turning the corner, I did not turn the corner on the Acclaimed with that match with Sting and Darby <laughs> Allin. Yeah. Um, yeah, Sting and Darby, I won, Greg. They won. In case you didn't realize, like, you know, that was never in doubt. I mean, good for the acclaim. They got a little putt, you know, they got a main event slot. Um, got to do the little goth phase music video. I still want Stang out there, but Stang did not show up. So, um, <laughs> um, Heath Slater, why couldn't you have just shown up one night for AWS Stang? I'm sure you could have worked it out with somebody there in uh, case you didn't know that he was staying, uh, for a little bit. So, or just, I think he's played it up somewhere in some weird, um, venue. So, um, anyways, Greg, any, any thoughts on, uh, that main event?
1: Yeah, that was 15 minutes of my life. I can't have back. So, um,
0: I don't need it. I Kind of gets it back in the. I feel like the dynamites have kind of found a plateau. Is that what it feels like for a little bit?
1: In certain places, I mean, in certain places. Most most of this was was good. I mean, uh, I think Cole and uh, the tag team match with Cole and Britt should have been the main event, and we could have led off with Sting and Darby against the acclaimed. It would have been a lot better uh flow wise because that was kind of a waste in my in my opinion as much as i love sting love darby um you know it it takes away from the believability of it all you know stings a 60 year old man am i going to walk into anywhere and worry about taking a punch from a 60 year old man no um and you know these young studs are you know, having to sell from them like they're getting hit by the Incredible Hulk or something—it's—it's nice. uh, it's not cool. I—I um, I give props to AEW for staying out of that realm with all the legends that are roaming around backstage, like Arn Anderson and Tully Blanchard and Sting and Jake Roberts, that they're not putting them in the ring and giving them. You know, another one last shot of glory or whatever, uh except for what's staying with <laughs> as much temptation as they may be back there to do something like that.
0: I um, still wonder if we'll get Tolly and Arn sometime, Greg. Because remember, we had, yeah. <laughs> had Tolly. Didn't he jump off the second rope there a couple times, you know, do a couple moves? So, yeah. And we've had Arn, you know, pull, now that we have Arn with this old Glock gimmick, you never know. Like, could we get some FTR? versus, you know, Dustin and (laughs) Lee Moriarty and (laughs) Art Anderson gimmick thing. But um, yeah, I, you know, we keep going back to, I do think A.W. production wise kind of forgets which way they need to go. Like, you know, like you said, the Cole Britt Baker stuff had all the momentum. I feel like they almost want to throw the beginning of the show, have that all be, (laughs) because, you know, like they gave us Brian Danielson and, hangman page at the beginning of what golf dynamites or
1: both yeah
0: both yeah so it's just one of those things i guess they just think we're gonna go the opposite way of you know wwe and (laughs) just have little main events and have our main event be at the beginning of the night i don't know but um yeah so uh what do we think greg does johnny gargano show up next week at beach break because it was in cleveland ohio Home oh, of uh, Johnny Wrestling.
1: And our thirty days are up. Um yeah,
0: for, maybe just a I, promo or something or
1: yeah, I, I would definitely love that. Um so I'm gonna say yes. The the stars align, you know, Johnny's hometown. You know, he can he can film a little promo from his house if he wanted to. And uh, you know, set up a little piece of business. So
0: I don't know who, Um, you know, that's the thing. I'm trying to figure out where he could fit in, but um, yeah, I'd like to see what they could do with him and, you know, let him show up there and, you know, cut somebody down or, well, I guess it'd have to be Cody, right? (laughs) Cody's the (laughs) gatekeeper. I mean, all new guys go through him. So Um, let's talk up some rampage and we'll do one more commercial break. And then I got one last, just, you know, fun topic to throw out there. So. Um, john moxley defeats ethan page he looked really strong there probably a longer match i thought the need to be greg i mean yes Ethan Page. it ran what a commercial break i believe or the whole picture picture thing so um john moxley though still look good and then how about the little tease of moxley brian danielson i thought that was you know that could be that that should be the gimmick you know that should be a summer or um Not summer program, but maybe a like lead into double or nothing or something like that. I know that's in May, but I think you could have them kind of convert, you know, maybe parallel paths, and then somehow number one contendership or something like that down the road, Greg. So I'm more excited to see John Moxley and Brian Danielson, but good to see John Moxley back. Like you said, I think he has a GCW date coming up, or I know he had another thing scheduled, so he's definitely he's definitely jumping in feet first. Uh, coming back from his, you know, rehab, you know, rehab time. So, uh, any thoughts on John Moxley and Ethan Page, Greg?
1: Yeah, it was a good match. Um, like I say it was longer than, you know, I thought it should be, uh, given the way he was wrestling before he went out to now. But it makes sense in this in the way that um,
0: he probably needed you know, it.
1: Yeah, he needed the rain time. You know, three months away. And you know you don't want to bury Ethan Page. Uh, he's still a guy on the come up and uh, showing that, that he can at least hang with Moxley is mm-hmm. going to reflect well on him uh, in his next rivalries. So I like that they didn't just kill him in five minutes.
0: So That's true. Uh, Trent Beretta defeated Nick Jackson. This was supposed to be Rapongi Vice. Unfortunately, Rocky Romero tested positive for COVID, Greg. So Romero's out for, you know, a week or so, five, 10 days. And um, hopefully we'll get uh, Rapongi Vice versus the Young Bucks, you know, maybe in the next couple of weeks. Uh, Interesting note there, how they said Nick Jackson and Trent Beretta have faced each other in some capacity, Greg, at least 50 times. But this is their first one-on-one ever meeting which, you know, kind of makes sense because they probably have always been in tag team matches or three-man matches or four-man or five, you know, probably Rumble, you know, some sort of battle royale. So uh, kind of cool to have, you know, almost, you know, just by happenstance, you have to have your first one-on-one match. Uh, but Tremboreto looks good. The neck looks fine. Uh, Nick Jackson, you know, Nick Jackson always shows up in these one uh, singles matches. You know if he he ever gets a chance kind of like the hardy brother you know hardy boys i'm sure nick and matt could really go on a good run by themselves at some point um any thoughts there greg on trent beretta nick jackson
1: yeah um i know on dynamite they spent a lot of time um uh, exposing the whole Rapongi vice versus young bucks uh angle to build up to this show mm-hmm. um and I remember the first time that they did the whole Rapongi thing with uh, the mom, Sue, yep. coming out and playing the Rapongi song. Everybody's like, okay. Well, mainstream fans like me who don't have no idea what it was yeah. um, going, okay, what is this? And um, they did a great job of explaining it and you know, showing the clips in new Japan, old Japan, whatever it was. Uh, all through the Indies and, you know, really super selling it uh, leading up to this. And then uh, Rocky gets COVID and you have a singles match. And so all that time was wasted pretty much. But at least we have a little background on the whole backstory now. So whenever it does happen, um, it'll still feel like a a big deal. Uh, The match was great. Uh, I really enjoyed the match, and uh, ended unexpectedly with uh, with Trent getting the win. Yeah, uh, I think it, we figured somehow that uh, the Bucks would end up on top, but um, Trent wins, and you know, you just further the um, you know the story, the rivalry, and it makes them look better and. You know, sets up this match, eventual tag team match to, um, you know, be a main event. So, yep. Uh, I really liked it.
0: Uh, everyone's favorite hook uh, defeated Serpentico. You know, Greg, I guess I'm with you, like, or I'm like you with Dante. I don't see it with Hook yet. I really like, I just don't <laughs> see it. And we didn't even bring up, Greg, Dante talked the other night. So, congrats yeah on he has a voice i forgot blew to my mind up. he speaks but uh yeah hook i don't really see it yet do you see it greg oh
1: i definitely see it with hook okay. um and it's the less is more with hook mm-hmm. in the sense that you know he just comes out and destroys or like the brought lesnar's t-shirt or, or a stone cold t-shirt arrives raise hell and leave and he just comes out, destroys everybody, and walks back off. The, the The look fits, the music fits, the presentation fits, and then the way he wrestles, um, so different and reminiscent of Taz. Um, you know, we're all down for it, and just having to do a series of squash matches uh, is very Goldbergish. During the WCW days, he just comes up and kills the jobbers, and disappears again. And it was a while before Goldberg took up the stick and, you know, said anything meaningful. Um,
0: and, of course, he's still got his know, dad to fall back on if he needs right. some sort of um, uh, talk, you know, you know, put him over. So
1: Yeah, and so with, with Taz in the booth to do that, hook all he has to do is show up and wrestle and you know he's his matches have looked great so far he hasn't been against any you know great competition or ever but you know he's showcasing himself and you know everything kind of fits as far as you know his colors his looks the crazy hair (laughs) um the facials um, people are down yeah, with it because it's so different. He's gonna do a hair
0: versus hair match at some point in his life. Won't break. <laughs> yeah. When he's ready to cut it, he'll just like they'll just throw out the hair versus hair match. So uh, Jade Cargill defeated Anna Jay. I thought Anna Jay's one of her best showings to date. Uh Just like get, I like getting her that little spotlight, you know, because I still feel like she could be one of those women. I think this next year will be and kind of interesting to see how it unfolds for her. You know, you don't have the dark order kind of fall back on you have Tay partnership, but this is Anna J's time to really go off and find, you know, really get herself going. So yeah, she took the loss, Greg, but her kind of getting that spot to shine, I think is important. Mm-hmm. And you wonder if she'll kind of you know, pick up some small wins here and there like Serena D like Chris Statlander. I mean, Statlander really didn't come in a lot of fanfare and now look at her. So I kind of see Anna J, you know, almost like a refresher, year for her and you know maybe a good run just leading up to what maybe uh all out in september ish you know maybe mm-hmm. double or nothing she gets a small kind of feud there but then all out i'll really be interested to see where she is positioned then so uh, and then jade 25 and oh <laughs> jade just keeps picking up the wins, pick up the wins, and you know slowly showing that she's the real deal and you know with a handful of matches i mean that's just crazy to think.
1: True, and I like the uh, putting up the the scoreboard behind her. You know, very Undertaker ish mm-hmm. with the uh, the new record after every win. So, I think once we get close to a significant number like fifty, yeah, then you know there'll be a huge match to see if she gets it. Um, they've done it before with you know Sheeta Sheeta's fiftieth. Um, you know, something like that. So doing the whole scoreboard in the back, I'm sure is leading to something. So um, I'm looking forward to seeing what that is. Uh, Anna Jade didn't look great in this match. And uh, for a Jade match, this is probably the best match with Jade in it that I've seen. Yeah. So and that's probably because of Anna Jade and her experience helping to, you know, help her shine that much more. So. Mm-hmm. um uh, they both look great in that main event slot
0: and like we said just a little good time for them to you know work to like to uh because i don't think anna has much experience um but you know good to kind of get them both that rub in a way so uh let's do one more commercial break then like i said i got a last call question for us greg to kind of end the show i think we're <laughs> i'm i've realized my producing skills have always just led us like okay we're done And now I've started to realize that we can (laughs) throw out something at the end. So we'll do this last commercial break. And then I got one last shot to throw us off for the night. the last call, Greg, and I think now that I'm thinking out loud, I think we'll kind of rotate this maybe next week. You can have a last call, and you can give us a rank something or just throw out something there, and we'll kind of go back and forth. Uh, Mm -hmm. Does that sound like a good... Then that way I'll put you on the spot, and you can put me on the spot. (laughs) (laughs) But uh, this picture's been flowing around on Twitter. I threw it in our Super Kicking with Steven fans uh, Facebook group. By the way, go join that if you'd like to. Uh, And... So, I'm putting you on a spot right now, Greg. How would you rank the four horsewomen? And then I will give my ranking of the four horsewomen.
1: All right. So, number one, I got to do Charlotte. Okay. Um, two is going to be Becky. And three, I'm going to put Bailey and Sasha in four.
0: Well, this sucks because that's my exact ranking. What a good <laughs> last call. I, I kind of debated with Sasha and Bailey because someday Sasha shows me, you know, I mean, her matchwork, Greg, can really, she just shows like how much, how well she moves in the ring. Like I keep, you know, that forbidden door. Like, give me her and Thunder Rosa. Like, yeah. Ugh, like, just <laughs> give that to me. <laughs> One time, <laughs> I don't care where it's at, it could be in the bingo hall you know, with 10 people watching, but, um, and then Bailey, I, I've always, I just love Bailey so much. Like she sometimes rises above Becky for me, but I think your ranking, I do. I think I do about the same. I do Charlotte. Well, I do exactly the same. Sorry. I do Charlotte, Becky, Bailey, and Sasha like Bailey and Sasha are on that three. A <laughs> like, I feel like it's yeah. hard to, I I think I like Bailey's, um, promo work above Sasha, Sometimes Sasha, you know, when she's a heel, it's best. And obviously in NXT, Greg, Sasha, (laughs) Sasha was heads above everybody. I mean, it it is funny to think like how far that's come. Um, But there's no doubt Charlotte's probably worlds above everybody. I mean, just to think where Charlotte started, you know, coming into NXT with no experience and having to live in that shadow of Ric Flair, and David Flair, you know, and Reed Flair, you know, all these, you know, I mean, especially, I mean, essentially doing it for her brother at first and then realizing, Oh God, I can actually do this. Like, (laughs) I mean, that's saying something. So, yeah. um, And then, you know, Becky, I think Becky was always the odd woman out because you had Bailey and Sasha put on the two strong matches. You know, some people said the, the Iron Man Iron Woman match was better than their Brooklyn takeover match. So it's a, you know, you've always had Mm -hmm. Becky, you know, strutting out there as an Irish dancer, (laughs) you know, speaking of overcoming (laughs) things, I mean, she had to overcome a lot with that. So Becky was always that odd woman out. And then, you know, well, Bailey was too, because Bailey didn't get the call up at first. So, Um, but uh, no doubt, Craig, these four women, I mean, you know, just really, it's just so amazing to see, like what they're at, where they're at now, where they were. I mean, there's no doubt we'll never, I don't think we'll have another uh, set of women like this. And, you know, especially with NXT, the way it kind of is now. But uh, that was my last call. Like I said, kind of end the show on a, on a fun note. And uh, we'll let Greg throw us out next week with, uh, well, we'll have to talk about when we'll be going to be live because we, next week I'm not available on Saturday till later in the day. and I didn't want to do too close to Rumble. So we will give all the details. I think we're shooting for uh, Wednesday night, Greg. Is that where we're shooting for?
1: Yeah, we could do Wednesday okay. or Thursday, whichever works sees you. Okay, you could
0: do Thursday too, right? Yeah. Yep. Okay. All right, and I'll check with Brittany. I think she was available Wednesday. I think that's why we're shooting for Wednesday. Um, but we'll just do a rumble prediction, and if we want to do a last call, then we can do that too, so. Uh, You can have it ready in the wings, Greg, if we want to do it. If we want to just do a rumble prediction, we could just stick to the rumble. So, or we could always tie in those two things if you get my drift. So, um, but we will talk to you guys live next week. It is rumble, baby. I love the Royal rumble so much. I wish, I wish I was going, (laughs) I really, it was in St. It's in St. Louis, Greg. I was really trying to figure out a way to get there, but not going to happen, unfortunately. So. Maybe they'll have it again, and I can make it work, especially with being on a Saturday. So, uh, but can't wait to talk it up next week. See who is moving on to the main event of WrestleMania for the, uh, as Pat McAfee put it, put it, most stupendous, extravagant, elegant, greatest, best. <laughs> he had his he had his um, his dictionary out there. I love when he was just throwing it down at Michael Cole because I love when McAfee Greg tries to break Cole. Cause you know, absolutely. And it's, you know, it happens and uh, it's just awesome. So, Anything, Greg, you want to uh, leave us with as we head off here?
1: Uh, a lot of great stuff. I saw, um, I saw a thing with uh, Raquel Gonzalez may be in and called up real soon. So I think we'll see her in the rumble match. Yeah. Um, and then you saw me posted on your super kicking it with pay or super kicking it page. Um, uh, the Wyndham promos are up and they're running on a regular pace. Um, I caught one and noticed that it's, that's the question. (laughs) That's the question. (laughs) They've been really interesting. Okay. (laughs) Um, So under it begins again on uh, YouTube, really entertaining promos, but they, they add a lot of questions to the mix. So, yeah, um, interested to see how that goes, mm-hmm. but um, yeah, looking forward to finding more cool stuff to bring to the table.
0: Awesome. All right, well, enjoy enjoy this next week of wrestling. Like we said, we got Beach Break happening. We got the Rumble happening. Um, we got Raw invading SmackDown, SmackDown invading Raw. You got State still rolling around with Gunther at the helm. <sighs> Anyways.
1: <laughs> had to end with that, didn't you? I had to end with ah. that, no.
0: Go watch Tubi. <laughs> I did catch something go. on Tubi. Go you to your Underground. <laughs> and I've been watching, um, I haven't finished it, but it's called um, uh, Pick It Up, The Story of Ska. So I've been trying to, I've been catching that. I've been wanting to see that for a while, Greg, and now it's finally available for free on Tubi. So I've been catching that. Um, I got to catch the rest of it today. So nice. uh, enjoy the talk. Go Pacers. Go Suns tonight. We just want a good game. I'm sure the Suns will kill my boys, but it might be fun <laughs> to watch them kill them. So, yeah. have a good and great Watch day. Bright Burn. Bright Burn. Yes. Watch that. I got to mark that on my list of things to watch. So, all right. Have a good one.
1: Peace.